time for the end of conversation podcast with funny man Damian Lemon and the voice of your choice, Ali Muhammad. Yeah, this is Damian Lemon. This is Ali Muhammad. And this is In the Conversation, the podcast. We are back <clears throat> yet again. Once again, how you doing, bro? Feeling great. Feeling good. How are you? Mm, I'm feeling all right. I'm feeling <laughs> all right. Feeling decent. Could be better, but we're going to power through. <laughs> no doubt. You know? <laughs> I'm just being honest. I'm being honest. I, you know. I feel bad. Be like, yeah, feeling great, feeling good. Nah, man, that's good. That's good. Somebody got the energy. You know, I move. No doubt. Oh shit! How's your week been? Oh, my week was great, man. You know, this was the first. They had the first little uh, meetup for the Uptown Car Club yesterday. Oh right. Okay, so. Uh, Tell us about it. Well, Uptown Car Club is a car club basically focused on cars from the 80s, 90s, paid in full era type of cars. Mostly the New York style cars that that guys were on up top in New York. So BMWs, uh, you know, the old Benzes and, and, you know, shit, they even had a Trans Am out there from that era. Uh, mm. they had all kind of little, you know what I'm saying? Like convertibles, all kind of models of all kind of cars, you know what I'm saying? Uh, so it's put together by uh, Biddy Barnes, DJ Mars, Coach K, and a couple other cats. So, um, they, you know, they had the first meetup where everybody pull up, you know what I'm saying, with their whips and all that, and they give you the spiel on what the club is and, and um, you know, the things that they're going to do and how much fun it's going to be in. You know, that type of thing. Pitching it as a a grown folks alternative of, you know, having fun as opposed to trying to stay in the clubs and all that kind of stuff. So it was an orientation, basically. Yeah, I mean, pretty much, you know what I mean? But for, for the, you know, the casual uh, spectator, you know what I'm saying? It was cars, you know, pulled up, you know what I mean? Everybody made their appearance and, and came out with their... With the you know, with the car shining clean and and you know, bringing what they had to offer to the to the club, putting it on the table. So it was a lot of not a whips out there. You know what I'm saying? I had Merlot out there sitting pretty. Okay, sitting you know feather saying? dusted, feather dusted, plain Jane. You know, right now. Okay. So, you know, what was, I, go ahead. What was the response? Well, you know, there was it was. You know, that shit clean, that shit is immaculate, you know what I mean? But I think, um, you know, for me, it was a real orientation because you get to see what... I've never been in no damn car club. I don't know how this shit go. You know what I'm saying? I never bought mm-hmm. a car for spectator sport. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. You an A to B kind of guy? <laughs> yeah, I was just like, you know what I'm saying? And then I moved to New York and it really didn't matter. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, a car? Yeah, like, potholes you know, will do you dirty. Not, yeah. even, not even just that. It just wasn't... You know, it wasn't the culture of you know I'm around. Well, you know, there's guys that do it, of course. It just, it, I just wasn't that. I was chasing something totally different. So, Got it. to participate, you know, was a, a orientation for me. So, you know, you see how cats do pull up and all that. You see what everybody pay attention to, and and um, 
you know, everybody's thoughts and what everybody, you know, showing about their cars and stuff like that. And, you know, with mine just being all the way classicked out, you know, that there definitely was people who was like, oh, that shit is clean. You know what I mean? Shit like that. And, um, but what got the attention was the cars with the rims on it. You know what I'm saying? Like, ah, you know, because it looked like that era when it has the rims on it. It looked like the lifestyle. It looked like the culture. So the BBSs, yeah, BBSs or hammers or whatever you, whatever you was rocking, you know what I'm saying? Uh, uh-huh. So, so I, I see where when I once I put the wheels on my shit, then I see where I know how to I know how to pull up, you know what I'm saying? Because there's also uh, a sport to how you even pull up and where you park and how you park and all that shit. So, you know, I was just taking notes and shit. And um, having a you so, know just having a good time looking at at what Cass was doing, you know. What did you see on the pull up? Like what what notes did you come away with? Like you like okay, that's good to know. Like something that you didn't expect about this car club culture. Well, um, the the pull see I I got there I I got there early because I was like shit I want to get me a good spot you know what I'm saying back my shit in which was cool so you there for all of the early spectators and shit but it's once everybody get there and then you show up then everything that come through is like oh okay okay you know what I'm saying I see mm. and like then you see the next one like oh okay okay you know what I mean and then um right. you know. And then there's always the the outlaw Parker, you know what I'm saying? That that the stunting, you know what I mean? Even um, there's this Ice T song, "Soul on Ice," and it's really just a poem about his last night in the game. And then um, he talking about when one of his homeboys pulled up and parked that shit on the grass. High sign was his trademark, and he did it with class. You know what I'm saying? So. Mm-hmm. You know, you always got the cat that's going to park they shit, you know what I'm saying, counter to what everybody else doing. So it was like a group of cars that was like parked kind of on a little, it was in a parking lot, but it was like a hill. So that, that shit was dope because they shit was like on the little hill. You could see those over everything because the way they were parked. And um, you had a, this cat had an 85 Porsche out there with it, all custom everything. That shit was dope sitting up there. I think mm-hmm. he, he was the one who kind of stole the show. But I went 85 on eighty five Porsche. Yeah, I went on his okay. page though, and he, you know, what I'm saying he, it, it wasn't even fair. He's like a professional ass, you know, man. Lamborghini driving, race, driving, racing and shit. So he he know what the fuck he doing, you know what I mean? And um, okay. then you know you had a you had a convertible bands with the BBSs up there, a couple of couple of uh, bands coupes up there up top, parked on the uh-huh. and then they had a bunch of people with them, you know what I'm saying? So it, it looked a lot different, you know what I mean? You had your whole. What crew. you mean? Like they had a, a fleet or a bunch no, of people? No, they just had a like cat standing around. Like you know what I'm saying? They brought they, okay. they own little crew with them. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like okay. you know what I'm saying? A couple of them had their whole little you know the whole little squad. So it's like you know they was posted up, and that's that's right. how you do it. You know what I'm saying? When you when you ain't been outside in a while, you forget. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Even though I was gonna be solo anyway. Cause I ain't got no crew <laughs> out here, so well, you got a crew. You got a crew. You got you know what I mean. You got the family. Could have brought the family lambski. <laughs> D- D- Fal- Black fathers. D- Damien. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't want to add the domestic squad, the nuclear family. <laughs> Four deep in the bands. 
There you go. There you go. You know what I'm talking about, man. Of course, I, know I would what pull you up mean. with the fam. Like when they do the, do, 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 you know what I'm saying? The, the picnic getaway, I bring the fam. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. So, I hear you. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying? But it's even it's a way to do that in a way that's like, oh, okay. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. So, uh-huh. so you know, just the whole setup of of pulling up and and where you where you position that is a thing, right? You know what I mean? So, <clears throat> so that was cool. You know what I'm saying? Coach K came through. He had his uh, you know, the clean Beamer, and uh, he had a 560 as well. He had just he just got a 560, I think, a couple weeks ago. Sounds like he was influenced. No, I, I won't say that, man. Everybody, we all influenced. We influenced by the era. Nah, you know? I can dig we it. Influenced Di- by Diplomat the records. Nah, that's just it. what it is. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we all influenced. Right, well, let me let me ask you this. <laughs> A couple questions. Uh, did anybody come through with the Saab 900 ragtop joint? Not yet. That's always like, okay, because that's definitely one of them that don't always get... Pulled out, but was definitely in the mix. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wanted to know: uh, did did systems have any? Uh, were they at all involved? Did they hold any sway? Were they like? Did anybody come through knocking any type of certain songs, or was it really like a quiet pull up and let the car speak for itself? Yeah, it was mostly a quiet pull up. I didn't hear no knocking. You know what I'm saying? Um, okay. I was actually sitting next to a guy who uh, he had a Benz 300 with the curtains in it. Looked like a little, you know what I'm saying? Looked like something fresh out of Dubai. You know what I mean? You know how they be having them joints with and <laughs> riding on two wheels and shit. It looked like, you know what right. I'm saying? Something fresh out of Dubai. And uh, he was like, shit, I got the beat in my shit. You know, I'm like, oh, word. <laughs> He's like, yeah, that, that changed the whole game. I was like, well, nah, my, my shit sounded like 1986 in mine. Treble box. <laughs> oh, we being respectable out here. No, no, uh, no. It's just I ain't get nah, to that nah. yet. You know what I'm saying? I took care of me. You know what I'm saying? I seen a couple of joints, you know what I'm saying? They had rims and all that. But for me, I took care of the engine work and, you know what I'm saying, a lot of the essential shits before I, I even thought about rims. You know what I'm saying? Replace all my... You know what I'm saying? Hoses and, you know, the dried hoses from the fuel line, did the whole fuel system over. Um, uh-huh. You know, yeah. make sure that, you know, when I turn my shit on, it's working how it's supposed to work. You know, make yeah. sure, making sure every button working that motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? When you press that. You sound button. like one of them. You sound like one of those guys. I replaced the hoses. You serious about this? That's good. <laughs> Let me ask you this, though. So, uh, is the. Uh, are you looking to replace the the rims, or are you gonna keep it plain Jane? What you thinking? Nah, I got some rims that I I'm, I'm ordering some rims. Um, okay, getting. I mean, I'm gonna get these custom rims made. Uh, oh. I found them. I found a guy in uh, London that makes these particular rims that I want. So I'm gonna get those put on soon. Okay, before the summer. You know what I mean? All right. All yeah, right. yeah. That's so, did you get any footage? There's there's some footage, there's some footage. I didn't take a whole, I didn't take extensive footage because I was in the moment soaking everything up. Um, okay, but you know I ain't get much footage, but I got some. I got all the cars that was out on the front row. I got the cars up on the hill and all that shit. So yeah, I got that. All right, I'm I'm, I'm posted on the gram. Um, I'm posted on the gram later tonight. Oh, all right, where was it at? Where they have it at? 
Out in Atlanta. They had it outside of uh, the Beverly. So it's a spot called the Beverly. And it's like in right off of Glenwood, uh, where um, right on the other side of 20 from Grant Park. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. So over in that area. What's up? Yeah. So it's a black owned business, the Beverly. It's a restaurant and all that. So they had a brunch thing going on. Little outdoor pool, the outdoor park, DJ SNS was spinning. Damn. That yeah. shit sounds cultural. Yeah, it was very, you know what I'm saying? They, it, was, it was very intentional on bringing a certain culture to it. And, I, right. you know, I got to appreciate that. Now that is hard. Mm-hmm. That's hard. So the Merlot debut. Yeah, at, Mer- the, at the. Go ahead. No, nah, Merlot, Merlot debut. She was sitting pretty, you know what I mean? Looking like fine wine. Uh, you know, <laughs> very, very. I, I felt very good as far as you know its place in the uh, hierarchy of cars, and okay, its condition. You know what I mean? I felt like you know what I'm saying the condition of a, of the other car was in it could stand up next to any of the cars that was out there. You know what I'm saying? Um, the Porsche was just way over the. He he had done that shit like he like. That's some shit off of TV the way he did his shit. So, you know, yeah. ain't in that lane yet, but goddamn, I'm standing pretty strong and respectable. That's what's up. That's what's up. And that, that makes me really miss outside. That sounds very cultural outdoors. Right. Wow. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was definitely outdoors, you know what I'm saying? Uh, it was a, like... It wasn't crowded or no shit like that, so that was cool. But it was it was just enough to let you know that okay, this could be really nice, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what it is. That's yeah. Cool. That's so cool. that was cool. Oh man, <clears throat> that was cool. Man, I ain't I haven't done anything that exciting in a, in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be totally honest with you. I'll be totally honest with you. That the energy may shift a bit. <laughs> uh, I wasn't doing too much. Uh, what was I doing? I was at the crib. Um, yeah, man, I was really at the crib. I was uh, actually, you know what? I was uh, I was reading Revelations. Oh, wow! And I was uh, yeah, it's good. It's really good so far. Mm-hmm. I'm not all the way through, but it's really good, man. She she killed it. It's it's cool because you know. As somebody, you know, we know her, so you've mm-hmm. seen a lot of the journey up close, but it's still, it's still some things in there that, like, it just gives greater context and insight to certain right. moves and things like that, so mm-hmm. that was that was really cool. Yeah, I'm, uh, um, I'm reading as well, so we could, I'll be mm-hmm. done by next week, so we could discuss. Okay, all right, yeah, 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 young ITC book club. <laughs> uh <laughs> You know what I mean? Nah, but uh, I was watching. I was also watching her her press run. She got a crazy, amazing press run mm-hmm. going on. Shout out to to Amy Morris. Uh, right. I seen her on the Breakfast Club. I seen her on uh, Fat Joe's Live. That was cool. See the Club Quarantine. That was cool. And you know, watch watch what happens live with Snoop mm-hmm. moving and shaking. Man, it was it was just really good. And uh, go ahead. What you about to say? That's, that's funny because all that sound very cultural. Cause I seen her on, yeah. I seen her on Good Morning America and <laughs> and Wendy Williams, <laughs> right, like, right, 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 right. The Breakfast Club, <laughs> the Fat Joe. Yeah. She was on Fat Joe. <laughs> she was on Fat Joe. She was everywhere. No, it was like an Obama rollout. Mm. You know, it was everywhere. It was definitely, you know, 
jumped on there with Rosanna Scotto again. Like it was it was a it was a hell of a rollout everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the messaging clear, you know, like it was it's her time. You know what I mean? Right. Not it's her time, but you know, she just in the glory of it all and it was really dope. Mm-hmm. And it uh you know, it made me think you know, not just Bev, but shout out to Bev and Bevelations. I do. I believe it's going to be a New York Times bestseller. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. But uh, it made me think, uh, you know, I got a lot of friends that are doing great, you know, that are like really doing great and I'm excited for them and like, you know, uh, a fan of them, you know, mm-hmm. shout out to uh Bonsu Thompson, who has this this series on Instagram Live called Fan of Fan of a Friend. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I found myself, and you should check it out. It's, it's good. He just did a Clark Kent interview that was really dope. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I'll be finding myself, like, really happy for some of the, the friends that I got. You know, and it's always, it's always a weird thing. Like, okay, so um, it's, a, it's a weird thing because you grow up. Well, I grew up, I said you grew up. You, I grew up in a way where you could have a, if you're not careful, you could have a bit of a complex of, yo, I'm a big, I'm a, you know what I'm saying? I'm a show support, but I ain't no dick rider. You know what I mean? I ain't sweating nobody. You know what I mean? Like you could be that, you know, which is a bad, you don't want to ever be that. You want the, you want the love to be unbridled. You know what I'm saying? Like. I'll be honest with you, you know, so that's a, that's always a thing. Uh, mm-hmm. You just got to let that, you got to let it fly. Right. And um, it's not even just uh, the dick rider of it all. Sometimes you feel like, you know, like over the last maybe, you know, last uh, December, May 15 years I've been doing comedy, right? Mm-hmm. So over the last 15 years in comedy, one thing that goes on, in that world is, you know, when you on a show and there's another comedian that you like, you know, that's on the show with you or whatever, you hang out in the back, you watch, you watch them work. You know what I mean? You just sit in the back and you watch their set, you know, right. peep their set. Maybe after the fact, you might, you might chop it up. Maybe not even about the set, but if you do, you might have a tag or you might, yo, oh, I see you working on something new or I see how that developed or whatever, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. But you watch in the back, and it's you know it's, it's very lurking, you know. Like I, I I lurk a lot. Like you know, like I realize like I like to jump in clubhouse rooms, um, Instagram lives. But I don't want no shout. I don't need nobody to you know. Hey hey, what up? You know I don't need to be on the stage and like that. Sometimes I just like to listen. I like to watch. I like to absorb. Right. You know, and it's a it's a weird thing sometimes because like. I don't know. Sometimes I feel like you don't ever want to feel like nah, I'm I'm not stalking, you know, but you invested sometimes. And it's just a weird, uh, I don't know, it's just a weird feeling that I be having mm-hmm. that uh, like it's just something to fight. You know, it's like you just you just a fan. And it's nothing wrong with being a fan. You're not a stand. You're not a fanatic. You see me still trying to, like, <laughs> st- <laughs> I'm still trying to be clear. I ain't no, I ain't out I ain't here. No dick oh, so, yeah, and then fuck out of here. You know what I'm saying? I'm just, you know, shit, nigga. I'm just giving you your flowers real fast. <laughs> but, uh, nah, man, it was just, I say that just to say, man, like, it's, uh, 
to be, you know, like I said, comedy 15 years, but just in the world for over 20 years, damn near, you know, mm-hmm. like in the world professionally and moving around, you know, crossing careers and things like that. A lot of my peers, a lot of people that I came up with are many years into their journey and they're doing it. You know, they like they're where they wanted to be or even well beyond they could well beyond whatever they could fathom. Mm -hmm. And it's amazing, you know, and it's not it's not just here and there. It's just the landscape and it's nothing about front end or name dropping or no shit like that. It's just it is what it is. It's these are the this is your peer set. These are the people that you know. Mm-hmm. And it's it's really cool. Like it's really cool to see. Like it's like it's a it's a, a beautiful thing. Right. You know? Um now I feel you. So yeah. Yeah, I was I was just struck by that. And obviously it was definitely uh you know, the Bevelations uh, moment that kind of uh, probably was the catalyst for it, for me to really just pay attention, like, you know, wow, this is wild. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, and this person over here, dang, this is wild, you know? Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's really, it's really, it's really cool, and, um, yeah, it's impressive. So that that's that. That's, that was, that was uh, right. just my thought. I mean, and, uh, go ahead. I, I mean, you know what I'm saying? I, I I feel like I'm in the same situation a lot of times. And mm-hmm. and while, you know, you I am a fan of a lot of friends, you know what I'm saying? Um I'm, I'm probably I could probably more classify myself a student of success, you know what I mean? To where when you see somebody winning, especially somebody you know, it's kinda like, damn. If they can do that, you know what I'm saying? What shit? I, maybe I can too. And let me see what what pieces worked. You know what I'm saying? What 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 pieces did they put together in their equation to make it come out to that? And I need I need to come up with that same equation. And you know I've been around, you know what I'm saying? People that was doing it way harder than me for for quite some time. You know what I mean? And I never felt like shit. I'm not gonna be a dick rider. You know what I mean? It was just more like, damn, let me let me try to understand, you know what I'm saying, how they moving and, and what can I add to my thing. And then at the same time, be try to be cool with yourself and be patient with yourself to to give yourself enough grace to say, you know, your equation is working its way out. You know what I mean? And you're working your way the way you want to be because a lot of times those same people feel the same way about you, you know, but you don't feel that way because you, you're in it. And you're like, shit, I got this next shit to do. And I got that and this, you know what I mean? That didn't work. And you're down on yourself. A lot of times, I know I am. Like, shit, I bumped my motherfucking head. Ooh, now I'm in a hole. So you, so I get down on myself. But somebody else might be looking like, man, shit, nigga, you're doing it. And, and sometimes you just have to, you have to be gracious with yourself. And it's like, okay, hey, you know what? I am. Now let me finish out my my problem so I can get to my solution. I agree with you. Definitely. I'm, I'm with you on that. Be gracious with yourself. Yeah, definitely. Cause there's no sense in, in beating yourself up. That, mm-hmm. that is, that's a, you know, there's no win in that at mm-hmm. all. It's just you defeating you. 
Exactly. This is the over private over, L. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's an L for one. That's the worst. But uh I also I also want to double back just just this one point. Cause um although, you know, like I said, there's the complex of dick riding or being sweating or whatever, like I I'm maturing beyond that. I do, you know, I'm just I was noting that. But what I will say also at the same time that I realize and I'm accepting this and embracing it. I enjoy being a fan and not mm-hmm. even just of my friends, but just enjoy being a fan of great work, mm-hmm. you know, because of the inspiration that it provides, mm-hmm. you know, like this, you know, I've been, um, as of late, I've been going back to, you know, old records that I liked from back in the day that I might not have heard in years or watching an old movie or, you know, like, just to kind of not even to reignite, not even that deliberately, like just, just to revisit it. And then it just happens that you like, oh, sh-, you know what I mean? Like it kind of, you're just transported. It's kind of like on a certain level when you were talking about time traveling or time hopping mm-hmm. a while back. It's it's so funny how some things, you know, you're just locking the place, you're transforming and I was just listening to an album and you realize, damn, I still know all the words to these verses. I ain't heard this verse in like 15 years. <laughs> this my shit. You know, so little things like that. But um, definitely, definitely uh, don't beat yourself up. Give yourself some grace. Um, on, in line with that, I've been, um, I won't say I've been because it sounds like I'm actually doing it. But uh, I've been preparing to, or I've done a couple times. I'm not going to make it sound like it's something I do all the time, but I am uh, intending to be more, um, like to catalog what I'm grateful for. You Mm. know, whether that's when you wake up in the morning, maybe write it down or like um, give it some thought. Because it's very easy, back to what you're saying, it's very easy to either beat yourself up or... You know, um, look at your movement harshly or forget the moves you made because you just, when you're making moves, you're just making moves. Obviously, there's a direction and there's an urgency, but sometimes in the urgency, you know, your gratitude will get lost in the blur. You know <laughs> what I mean? And you got you to gotta, you gotta step back a little bit and like, oh, right, 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 because... I think that's something that, you know, beyond COVID, but definitely during COVID, you realize, you know, how special life is and mortality is. Right. And, you know, you know, so, yeah. But uh, that's where my head has been this week. Sound, um, sound like you're putting yeah. in some good work on yourself. I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying. I think so. I think so. I'm trying to, you know. Yeah. We'll see. That shit is a good investment, you know what I mean? Once you do changing the hoses. Yeah, once you once you reappear into the space, you'll see how much that investment means in the way that you're able to move and deal with life's scenarios. Mhm. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. So, I mean, I I I was telling somebody the other day that you know <clears throat> that investment is is probably was way more than any other investment that I made money wise because it it helped you be solid all the way through any any which way your business go 
If we go up, we go down, go this way, you, you stay solid because you're not fighting yourself. And when you're, when you're fighting yourself, like you say, like if you beating yourself up, it's easy for somebody else to just come and tip you over. You know what I mean? But, right. but when you're not fighting yourself at all and problems arise, they don't even affect you as much as they do when you're going back and forth with yourself all the time. Uh, then some shit come up Then you just You know what I'm saying You just out of control With it sometimes For me I'm not speaking for myself um, But <clears throat> that That's what's up man I, um, I'm proud of you <laughs> Thank you brother I appreciate that <laughs> I'm proud of you too man Real talk I'm a fan of what you do <laughs> no, You know it, Shout out to Merlot Getting shine <laughs> out there That's big uh, Well I was sent the video uh, mm-hmm. The other day Yesterday, actually, mm-hmm. of this young woman uh, twerking on the Capitol. And one reason I'm bringing this up, obviously, you know, mm-hmm. uh, the insurrectionists stormed the Capitol right. uh, about two weeks ago. We are actually uh, inaugurating a brand new president-elect or brand new president and vice president. Uh, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris if things go well by the time you hear this they should be getting sworn in if things go as planned if democracy proves to uh, (laughs) still be vital in America Mm -hmm. anyway so uh, Martin Luther King's birthday and it was a video that was out or making the internet rounds of this young lady black lady that was uh Twerking mm-hmm. all through the Capitol, like by the Lincoln Memorial, on the steps of the Capitol, the, the Washington Mall, just all of that. She had on like uh, <clears throat> some uh, American flag shorts or skirt. Mm-hmm. I think it was shorts. And she she twerking it. She get into it. You know, she going crazy. You know, well, I won't say going crazy. I mean, she's twerking with gusto. Right. It's out there. I actually saw. It. I saw that. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. With like a, it seemed like a trap version of "I Have a Dream" playing. Right. right? <laughs> right. And, you know, it was what it was. Uh, immediately when I saw it, I was like, ah, all right. <laughs> you know, like it was like I kind of, but I've I've already gone on the record with my my uh, I don't want to say twerk exhaustion, but it's kind of like it's jumping the shark quite a bit. You know, and it's no, it's not due to her, but it's just everybody out here twerking. We talked about this a while ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though the the busted challenge is still quite appreciated, even in week two or three. Yeah, different um, twist, different twist. That's not a as, different twist. You know I mean? that's, a little creativity yeah. involved, you know, got to get right. your angles and your shot right, you know. A little different. Mm-hmm. You're editing, you're editing, yeah, yeah, right. Your transformation. Right. All right, so... So immediately I was like, ah, whatever. Because, you know, it's just, it just, it felt like more like a stunt to me. Mm-hmm. I wasn't, I wasn't really triggered as much as some people. Very, a lot of people very upset. Some bullshit, you know, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. So I was like, this looked like, you know, maybe this is a stunt. She had her, uh, her IG information at the end. So I was like, let me see what's what. So I click on that. And I guess, you know, this has been getting so much, uh, pushback maybe or at least uh there's been such a response that it caused her to do a series of lives when i first saw it it was like just one live that was up it was an hour Mm -hmm. i'm like damn 
So I looked at the, I, I click on the live, and she's sitting there, and the, the topic was twerk theory and the decolonization of the black mind. Mm-hmm. And I was like, damn, okay. <laughs> now me, I think I said this a couple of weeks ago in the in the clubhouse recap, I like a good debate. I like if you could, if you have a great argument, if you could sell your point, even if it's a, even especially, not even if, but especially if you're coming from a, a underdog position or you're coming from a not so popular position, mm-hmm. my ears are open. I want to hear. I want to hear how you 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 know. I want to hear your G. I want to hear your spiel, right? And um, she was dropping some gems. I'm not even gonna lie. She was dropping some gems. She was making some great points. It was uh, it was very. It was very uh, the the spirit of it was very intentional. First of all, this video was from 2018. However, I guess it just uh, it had made the rounds again. Like it kind of got refound to start spinning around. Mm-hmm. So what I respected and what I remember about it, well, one, she came across super poised, ready to present her argument. Very, very academic, yet casual, but very academic. Mm-hmm. You know, had her notes. And uh, funny thing, she was like, I, I need y'all to get some water. You know what I mean? Make sure you got some water. Make sure you guys are hydrated. You know what I mean? A lot of y'all aren't hydrated. A lot of y'all are a little thirsty. You know what I mean? So there's the double entendre. A lot of that. I need y'all to get grounded. Mm-hmm. So then uh, she was like, uh, some of the points she made was basically uh, a big thing about the white gays, you know, which we hear a whole lot about. Basically, you know, how we, uh, us as black people, may be perceived by white people you know mm-hmm. like and why are we so concerned with that you know mm-hmm. the white gays um um dancing as it relates to you know just african culture um trauma in the body holding trauma in the body releasing trauma in the body mm-hmm. uh what the sexualization of the black woman you know the triggering of the white gaze and how it triggers uh, the black man and even the black woman to kind of respond in a way negatively against the, their own, you mm-hmm. know, back to um, being, you know, gracious, you know what I'm saying, with yourself and maybe even your community or just with others, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Don't be so quick to condemn. So it was a lot of that. And um, just some of the points that were made. One... She said, you know, I'm born and raised in New Orleans. This this dance has been around for a long time before it went national, before it was twerking, you know, before it was mm-hmm. whatever. It was something else. And we had this conversation, too, you and I. And I was like, you know, it was, it was busted it open back in the day. So it was, you know, uh, you know booty shake. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, pee popping, whatever. She said, well, she had the thing. She said they called it... Um, where she's from, she called they called it climbing the ladder, mm-hmm. which makes it sound way more productive and progressive than pee popping. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Is busting it open. It's like okay, there's a function here. <laughs> and then what she was, she was also saying some things about like uh, like uh, women, particularly black women, they they hold trauma. She was like. 
black people hold trauma in their body, in their bones, you know, uh, in their core. That's why your core needs to be strong. You got to shake that off. She was like, but a lot of black women hold trauma within their womb. Mm-hmm. So what I was doing with my, uh, she's, a perform- uh, she's a performance artist, but this was her agenda was what I was trying to do in my twerk to exhaustion exercise was to shake that trauma off. Now look, Hey, if you want to say, man, this is a lot of hot air or whatever Mm -hmm. you can, but these points were like, okay, to be considered, you know, (laughs) as of late, Mm -hmm. this is something I've been saying. I'm going to do not really a resolution, but uh, a couple things that I said, I'm going to do this year. I'm trying to listen way better. Listen mm-hmm. more and I jump to conclusions, hear people out, consider different viewpoints, because I think that it just that'll help you out, that'll make things a lot. Obviously, you have your own point of view, you know, but I think sometimes we could be so locked into how we see things that you miss a whole lot, you know, mm-hmm. like you could, you know, I don't want to get old and ignorant or out the loop or, you know disconnected from what's going on. I don't want to miss the big picture. So sometimes you got to take your blinders off or your, you know, your, um, your own preconceived notions and throw them shits away just for a second, just for the conversation, just to hear it all, you know? So it was just interesting to see all of that. And, um, again, this, this, uh, this spiel is really going nowhere. It was just <laughs> what I, <laughs> cause it's not, it's, 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 it's unresolved. It's like you, anybody's going to feel how they feel, but right. what I respected, this is what I respected. And this is how, and what I respected was, uh, you know, in the midst of the thing getting out there or whatever, um, and it being ridiculed highly by a lot of her own people, you know, oftentimes, you know, it wasn't a cancellation, but it was definitely harsh judgment, right? Oftentimes, people are kind of just retire to, you know, their little corner of the internet and just fold up. She cracked the live open and debated with her full chest and was like, yo, look, if y'all got some questions, ask your questions, I'll answer your questions. And if you want to have a productive discourse, I'll patch you into the live and we could go in. <laughs> you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And I was like, all right. Salute, you know, I feel that. Shout out to my man, um, Killer Cam Cameron. He's the one that uh, shot that over to me and uh, actually suggested that as a topic. And, mm-hmm. you know, this cat is uh, also, shout out to Cam, because he's he's uh, curating a lot of the entertainment and, uh, yeah, entertainment and, uh, yeah, entertainment for the inauguration process. So, yeah, peace to that man. But uh, what do you think? Well, what you think from what we talked about? Definitely the white gaze has affected us. You know, definitely our trauma traveled with us through our DNA. You know what I mean? Right. That has been scientifically proven that you can carry trauma in your DNA. And black people definitely have a lot of trauma coming across the, the seas to landing on this land. Um, the dance, the twerk, the pop the coochie, the Doodle Brown, or whatever you want to call it, you know, uh, I thought that was something that you know African Americans created. But you know, I've I've seen film of of women dancing in Africa from the 30s and 40s, which which was the same shit. You know what I'm saying? Doing the same dance, which which leads me to believe that a lot of that stuff probably had came with us too in our DNA. You know what I'm saying? Right. Us interpreting life through dance is not new. 
You know what I'm saying? That's something that we've probably been doing for a very, very, very long time. Um, I was just looking at something today. It wasn't twerk or nothing like that, but it was just, um, it was a guy, he was doing a, a skit, and it was like how secure, how the security guards guarded the Capitol, right? And then he was standing at the door in a hard pose, and then uh, another guy walked up to him and then kind of, you know, jumped at him a little bit. Then he, at first he was scared, and then the dude bust out in the dance, and then they started mirroring each other in the dance, and then they danced their way into the Capitol, how he let, just let people into the Capitol. And I was like, what was interesting was about that was that they were making a, a point, but they told a story with no words and only body movement, which is something black people do. You know, we, we know how to tell stories with just our motion. We can tell, we can, we can say things with, with no words and just our eyes, our lips. You know what I'm saying? We can use one sound that could sum up a whole situation or break somebody all the way down. Like, mm. You know what I'm saying? You might do your whole spiel, and this, that, and the third, and this, the Turk theory, and then somebody go, mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And shut the whole shit down with, with, with one sound. So over time, we've, we've done a lot of things that were very physical in nature. And twerking is one of them, you know? Maybe it started as a fertility dance. Maybe it started as just entertainment before dinner or after dinner. I don't know where it came from, but it's here and, and it's been going on. And um, at this point with social media, uh, black people, everybody, we, we, take, we take criticism as a sport. Criticism is a sport right now. You know what I'm saying? So That's a what, dance itself. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Whatever you put out there is going to be met with some type of something. You know what I mean? And and right. people can't wait to jump on it. And, and the way that black people have been sexualized and all of that and our bodies have been managed by others for so long, you know, even as black people, we look and see, damn, she's shaking her ass on the Capitol. They can, damn, she shouldn't do that. That is wrong. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to police it ourselves. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I saw it. I didn't think nothing of it, really. I was like, okay. You know what I'm saying? I guess they making a the point. I ain't really read nothing into it. But, right. you know what I'm saying, for it to have such a visceral response is us policing us because we've seen the trauma. And it's like, oh, no, you can't be doing that. You know? So... We got we we eternalize the white gaze and and it becomes you know what I'm saying we turn it around on each other, right? They don't even have to do it no more actively. Yeah. They 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 got us checked right. from afar. Yeah, that right. was one of the points you made. Yeah, so so you know I agree with that. You know what I mean? I you know what I'm saying I I do think you know that 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 twerking can get out of hand when you just do it any old well like my man in the restaurant. You like you could twerk on the floor, but please don't put your high heels in my my furniture that I paid good money for. You know what I mean? Get off the table with it. You know, right? Uh, I would not appreciate if somebody came came and stepped on my couch and twerked, or on top of my car. Like that would be terrible. You know, so yeah, that's a little <laughs> you know invasive, but, yeah. right? But people do it. People come out the club and drunk, and they jump on somebody's car and they mm-hmm. twerk, and you be like, "God, get your get your monkey ass off my goddamn!" You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> <laughs> white man laughing, monkey. <laughs> <laughs> We've got him. 
<laughs> Monkey. Nah, God. But you know, we we do that to each other. You know what I'm saying? But again, right. the internet is full of discourse, full of back and forth, and it's pretty cool that you can actually have these conversations with people of different classes and cultures all smashed into one place. And that's that's where shit go left. Is you you take somebody who's from a place that where that is part of their culture, full fledged, and you put them on the same platform with somebody who is like, oh my God, why would she? You know what I'm saying? On the same platform with a with somebody like, you know what I'm saying, very lurky, just looking on like, ooh, look at that. Ooh la la. You know what I'm saying? And you put all these people in the same place. It's very um it's 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 a it's a a, a rich pool of discourse and, and discussion of ideas and morals and and ideals. And at some point, all this shit will level out. But right now it's like culture clash every time some wild shit happens from a different culture in this space. Mm. Got that's it. My, that's my thoughts. Nah, that's some good thoughts. I just thought about lurking. I don't like that term. <laughs> Hanging out, <laughs> being present, because I just I had to look up lurking. Because it don't feel right. Lurking is like remaining hidden so as to wait in ambush. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. My name is clearly there. I just don't want to engage. Right, I'm just right, here right. to pay attention. Yeah, I'm fully out here. But, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want to be clear on that. Um... <laughs> I was like, is that little your your act out of lurking? Ooh la la. I was like, damn, nah, I don't, I don't even I don't even like that disposition out there. Nah, I'm cool. I, I didn't say that was you, but you know what I mean? No, no, I know. All that exists. Right, 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 right. I was like, nah. Oh shit, man. Huh. Man, I don't got a whole much a lot more to talk about, to be totally honest with you. As I said, my week was not uh, super eventful. But was, you, you know, probably was, did more yeah. than you know. I'm sure. Probably. I'm sure you probably. cooked some new shit this week that we ain't heard about. I definitely, uh, what did I cook? I might have cooked some shit that I, not a whole lot. I made some cornbread. I made some, okay. some non-jiffy okay. cornbread. Yeah. Okay. Talk, and, talk about it. Talk about it. Shit was all right. That shit was all right. It was decent. It was decent. I did it off the, it was just off some cornmeal, you know, the, the little recipe on the thing. And then I, I, I uh, spiced it up. I threw some, some jalapeno sauce mm. in there, like this little, some pepper sauce in there. And I put some, some actual corn in there. And I threw, I had like, <laughs> A little, you know, <laughs> I hate to say, like an eighth. I had damn near like an eighth of fucking uh, almond crunch cereal left over in the bag. You know, mm-hmm. I didn't even have the box no more. And I was just like, fuck it. I just sprinkled that shit on the top wait, of wait, it wait, and wait. put it in the you oven. Put, you sprinkled cereal on top of the cornbread. Yeah, like some, uh, like a kind of corn cereal. I forget what cereal it was because, again, I threw the, the box away. But it wasn't like it wasn't a, a crazy. It wasn't no fruity pebbles or nothing like, like corn that. Puffs it was in line. Nah, it wasn't even a corn puffs, which would have kind of made sense in the in the, I guess in the corn family. It was more like a, I guess like a corn flake mm-hmm. with um with a little bit of I guess like 
slithered almonds or something like that. And again, it was mm-hmm. just like a little bit. It was probably like, like half a cinnamon a bowl. toast crunch type of deal without the cinnamon. Or nah, like more like a like a cornflake mm-hmm. with uh with like some slivers of almonds and maybe like some broken up uh some type of crunches. Yeah, not granola, but you, some of the stuff that they be putting together for texture in the mm-hmm. in the cereal, you know, they bunches of oats and all mm-hmm. of that. And you don't really know exactly what it is. It just it's it's good. It tastes good. So I was like, yo, I only got all. I only got this left. It's been sitting here for a minute, and it was like an afterthought because already the the pan was already in the oven, mm-hmm. and they just put it in the oven. I was like, yo, let me throw this shit on top just to just to see what happens on some real Mister Wizard type shit. You remember Mister Wizard? Mr. Never Wizard? heard of Mr. Wizard. Mr. Wizard was a show that used to come on uh, Nickelodeon back in the day. Mm. And I remember a uh, white guy. He was like a, oh, it wasn't a wizard. He was like a scientist, like a chemist or whatever. And he used to do these little experiments every week. And, you know, they'd be wild experiments. I've, I can't even remember exactly what he did. I just remember the show. You know what I'm saying? I would have to refresh and watch an episode to kind of give you a little bit more detail. But if you know Mr. Wizard, you know Mr. Wizard. But it was just some old, let me do some shit. Because I used to be like that as a kid, too. Like, Mm -hmm. uh, I was one of these kids that was somewhat destructive. There's a destructive (laughs) element to me. But then also, I was also the kid that would, like, I would take shit out the medicine cabinet, pour all types of little things in in the toilet, to to just to see the shit in the toilet like it wasn't even like I would think that it would be a potion or it was going to explode or nothing really would it just be a bunch of like cough syrup and whatever the fuck I was really destroying whatever we had in, in the fucking cabinet I was one of these kids that you know just trying to stay busy so anyway I had the little bit of cereal so I said fuck it let me just throw that shit on there and it came out pretty good the shit the shit was pretty good and uh yeah I mean again it might not have been the most exciting thing, but if we if we out here just pulling from what had happened during this week, that <laughs> yeah, but is, how did it come out? Part of the it shit kind of came out good. So it uh typically when you do it like a jiffy, it it doesn't rise as much as this joint rose. Like this this piece rose like it was a little brolic. Mm. Then it had the corn pieces in there, and then it had the nice little crunch from the cereal on it. So it was a lot of different textures. It was fire, and I had some chili. <laughs> I made some chili the other day, so it was a good compliment to the chili. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that's I was thinking dope. like nobody really want to hear this. No, yeah. they, they love your cooking shit. Somebody, I mean, might yo, your, your next show probably is gonna be a cooking show and shit. It should be. It should be. Do something. Cooking it up. I'm starting to kind of. <clears throat> ultimately, I want to start getting into just, just. Off the head, like some freestyle stuff. Like uh, I've been saying, I'm gonna probably do that for the rest of this week. Like you know, I'm not trying to go grocery shopping again until February because I got stuff like within the freezer or stuff that I bought, whatever, whatever. So I'm gonna try to see if I can stretch it just as a challenge because there's stuff that's been sitting in like in the cabinet for a while that I haven't gotten to. You know what I mean? So or stuff that I I typically never use. And I'm like, well, let me try some because I'm trying to expand what I eat. You know, again, uh, you know, I've been slowly getting away from the meat, but, you know, not slow enough. 
but I'm mm-hmm. trying to find uh, a lot of non-meat-based meals that uh, that uh, sustaining. You know what I mean? I feel like you really ate some shit, not just a big ass side dish. Right. So I'm trying to particularly like I got a couple cans of like chickpeas in there, and I'm like I want to see what I could really chef up because chickpeas are kind of like a like a canvas you know what I mean like whatever you hook it up with or however you mess with them you could kind of do some different type of things so I'm gonna try something with that and then that's how I look at it and I mean then, that's um, that's funny because I look at a chickpea I'm like I don't know what the fuck to do with that I don't either that's what I'm saying so it's kind of like, like canvas. see your mind is already like I'm gonna do some art on these chickpeas yeah I might I'm as well I'm like I don't know what to do with that I'm, them shit's gonna sit right there in the cabinet dog I bought some navy beans, right, out the blue. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was looking out, you know, looking up navy bean recipes and shit. Mm-hmm. I see that, you know, they got a bean pie recipe, fam. Okay. I might fuck around, make me a little bean pie at the crib. I've never, I've always seen bean pies or some shit you get in the world. Yeah. You know what see. I'm saying? So, at-home bean pie? When you when you yeah. said navy bean, I already knew about the bean pie. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? My mama used to make bean pies like a motherfucker. They take two days really? to make, though, from scratch. So Oh, damn. I didn't it's, know that. it's one day you got to soak the beans. And then right, right, the next right. day you come in and, and do what you do. But her husband, that my, my, I guess my stepfather, he, he got a patent on bean pie base, canning bean pie base, putting the bean pie in a can mm. so you could just pour it in a, a shell and make it. So, right. you know, so every day they'll be making up some bean pie shit. Then we'll go to the canning factory and can the shits up. And um, and then I ride with him and he'll sell them shits to the grocery stores in the countries of Georgia. You know what I mean? And it was so right. wild to go into a Piggly Wiggly <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> to sell bean pie base in the in south rural georgia in Braunwood, right. georgia and um and then so what he would do is he'll have the cans but then he'll have a pie that they you know saying that they cooked already and then you know he'll do his little pitch and then he'll cut cut the um the white manager a slice of pie and then the white man ate the pie and <laughs> his shit was like he's like hmm this some good eating here. <laughs> and then he bought <laughs> he bought that shit right on the spot. <laughs> That's hilarious. So, that should be on the can. <laughs> this some good eating here. <laughs> Is it a quote from Farrakhan? Yeah, <laughs> That's uh, hilarious. <laughs> so, you know, um, so I knew about what you could do with a Navy bean. Not that I ever tried, but I, I, I've, I've seen that process time and time again. Uh, I didn't yeah, know you were you an heir. Huh? Okay. I didn't know you were an heir. Uh, 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 <laughs> <laughs> Getting to it. I ain't know that. Uh, air. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, shit. <laughs> bean pot legacy. Bean oh, pot legacy. Man. I mean, I wish I had a known. Right, right. Oh, shit. man. Shit, what else? That's crazy. Oh, man. Yeah, but that's yeah. that's you know what I'm saying. Um, if you do, you know what I'm saying, you should tape that shit. Yeah, yeah, I might. Let's see. You know what I'm saying. Oh, let's take some other shit. You're not watching Your Honor. I know we talked about that. You ain't got the Showtime, so that's 
No, no, yeah. Really get into that. That shit's good though. Uh, I haven't even. I don't think I watched no TV this week. I watched a couple of football games, a couple mm-hmm. of basketball games, but other than that, I don't think I've watched any any episodic or movies. I started um, one night in Miami because that's mm-hmm. highly relatable because it was you know in Hampton House with the hotel where it took place is at the corner of my grandmother's street, right? So. So I started checking that out, but then I got kind of claustrophobic. I was kind of like Jim Brown. Room. Yeah, I was like Jim. I was like Jim Brown. Like shit, we, we ain't we ain't gonna go out. Right, <laughs> damn. Right, right. That's funny. So That's it, funny. I could feel it. Like, hey man, we should leave the room or something. <laughs> it's, it's it's one night in Miami, and we in this room. That's what we're gonna do. One night. They didn't hey, say one Miami. room. <laughs> right, right. This is Miami, nigga. Let's do something. Yeah, that it's good though, man. It is definitely. I feel you on that. Uh, that claustrophobia, that that restlessness, that felt feels very COVID. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's timely. You know, to just be in one one uh particular spot. But I I thought it was cool because uh, it kind of felt like a play. You know what I mean? Like it was mm-hmm. just everybody just in that room. And we talked about this before, but uh, what I liked, and I'm, I, I want to know what you think after you finish it. But what I appreciated more is uh, the brotherhood and how they held each other accountable in a way that like they challenged each other, not in a disrespectful way, but like it could get it could get intense at times. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like they wasn't they wasn't really blowing smoke up each other's ass and shit like that. So I thought that was kind of cool. I didn't know that they all, the four of them, were all cool like that. Obviously, I've seen the photos of um, Malcolm and, and Muhammad Ali or, you know, Cassius Clay at that point. I've seen that. But I, and maybe even, well, I always associated Jim Brown with Richard Pryor, but I didn't mm. know that Jim Brown, Muhammad Ali, Malcolm X, and Sam Cooke were like, a squad like that. It's mm. kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna finish it out. But Say what? I'm a, I'm going to finish it out, but when Jim Brown started getting restless, I got restless too. I'm like, "Oh shit, we should go out cuz yeah. I know that's how I would be. <laughs> you wouldn't want me in that room. <laughs> that shit the whole movie would be fucked up. Ali, why you keep pacing, nigga? Sit your ass down somewhere." Right. 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 <laughs> Especially yeah. after the big fight. You know? What you know? <laughs> Yeah, I wanted to go out too. Shit, right? Yeah that that was that was a lot. Yeah, that was a lot of uh, restraint and maturity. You know what I'm saying? That is, yeah, that's a different type of because you don't even think about that. Like even we were talking about that podcast a couple of weeks ago. You said there's a podcast about what was it? That fight or one of these fights? Oh, Ali fight? Yeah, yeah fight and, night. It, yeah, fight night. It, it was the, the it was all about the after party. Right. You know, like you ain't going to the after party. You in the hotel, like right. especially back then, you the champ, and you in the hotel. Right. Like your fans would be so disappointed, but at the same time, <laughs> <laughs> you know, what I mean? at the same time, it is very mature, very right. uh, you know. And, and then you got brother the legacy, Malcolm in there holding down the yeah. Let me golly, get a nigga, get a drink or something. Right, right. <laughs> All we got is vanilla ice cream. That's what we. That's how we living. Come Grown on. man yeah. up in this motherfucker eating ice cream. Right. We on punishment? That's what's going on. Right, right. That's the type of shit. Yeah. You see that in the on the shade room. Yeah, I heard they was up in there eating ice cream. Hmm. 
how you <laughs> that just sound like <laughs> right 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 a lot of side eye uh, right. Man, they like, no, we was having ice cream. Yeah, all right, whatever. All right, nigga. Oh, man. <laughs> you, call your la- you call your lady who ain't making down to Miami. <laughs> yeah, you know, we just here in the hotel. We eat ice cream and we telling stories. Yeah, oh, yeah. really? All right. Okay. It's me, Jim. Motherfucking uh, right. <laughs> Sam. Wild ass Jim? Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Eat ice cream, too. Why y'all just eat ice Well, you know, Brother Malcolm, you know. We just trying to be respectful. Brother okay. Malcolm, you know. Right. Oh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> old Malcolm, huh? Old Malcolm, huh? I heard about him. Tr- yeah, and y'all, y'all, y'all must have some white women up in there. That's what you right, cold right, name right. vanilla ice cream, huh? Right, right. exactly. <laughs> Four scoops. Oh, <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> must have some white women. Oh shit, man. Uh, yeah, and, uh, uh, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm gonna finish um, that shit, man. I gotta, I'm gonna finish yeah, it. Yeah, check it out. I haven't gotten into this um, Tiger Woods documentary, which I hear is really good. Oh, yeah, check that out. That's I saw no the most compelling tweet I heard. I saw about it, which made me want to watch it because I've seen a couple of little things flying around, but mm-hmm. it was just one tweet. I don't even know who tweeted. It was just on the timeline, and somebody was like. Am I supposed to be crying during this Tiger Woods doc? I'm like, well, oh damn! <laughs> I'm like, oh, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I might need to turn that on. Yeah, yeah, I check that out, man. Um, I saw American Skin. I mm-hmm. saw that. Uh, it was all right. It was all right. I didn't like the ending. That's all I'll say. I didn't. I didn't enjoy the ending. Um, mm. it was a little bit of. It's a damn shame to think that going back to not even the white gaze, but the amount of trauma that you see, like, you know, related in the way of, you know, the brutalization that we have here, right? So, mm-hmm. like, when they stormed the Capitol, you know, the refrain was, man, black folks wouldn't have never been able to do no shit like that, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's the fantasy of, you know, the the... Basically, the premise of American Skin is uh, dude is out, Nate Parker's character, his father, he's out with his 14-year-old son. They get stopped at a traffic, at a stop sign. Allegedly, they ran through, the, or allegedly they were speeding. And um, dude has an expired uh, uh, insurance card or whatever. He says, I think I got a... Um, an actual, that must be a wrong one. I actually got an updated one. If you let me go back into my glove compartment, I check it out. They were like, nah, 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 nah. Get out the car. His son has a camera. You know, his son is 14. His son is is learning about civics and uh, the legal system and the Constitution. And, you know, and it's like, you know, as when you're young and you ever really experience the brunt of systematic oppression, you really still feel like the the playing field is is level. You know what I'm saying? If you're just looking at it on a on a purely principle ethics level, you know what I mean? Like, well, it says here in the Constitution that mm-hmm. we have the the right to do this, that, and the other thing. So, you know, he's um he's filming one thing leads to another. Son gets shot, killed. So then it becomes a thing where a year later, there's a, a young black filmmaker. 
who wants to do a documentary on him. And, you know, basically the documentary is turns into them filming a hostage situation, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you get all of that from the trailer, so I don't think I'm spoiling nothing. So there's the fantasy of it where it's like, you know, you always, you know, there's always the time where you're thinking, shit, man, I wish niggas would turn the tables. You know what I'm saying? There's always that, <laughs> but then there's also the uh, the 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 grip of the the trauma that kind of makes it feel like fantasy. You know what I'm saying? Right. You're like, shit, all right. You know what I mean? Like, I keep thinking that, you know, that type of thing. So this is this is what they do. They go ahead and do it. And then there's moments where it's just like, all right, I don't know if I believe this would happen. You know what I'm saying? There's <laughs> moments where you kind of got to suspend your disbelief a little bit and just go along with the movie. This is a movie. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's cool. It's some, some familiar faces in there. And... No, it's a decent ride throughout the thing, and I always, I always appreciate, I, I, I appreciate the spirit of the premise. I just, you know, the the ending kind of like was like, Arr. but um, mm-hmm. you know, and I don't know if that's a spoiler, but uh, yeah, it's just <laughs> it was, it, I didn't dig it. So if y'all right. see it and y'all want to hit me, and make a comment or engage or whatever, I'm I'm open to talk about that. But uh, yeah, I would say go check it out though. Still check it out. It's worth it's worth you know watching. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, that's it. Fired up. Yeah. She got anything else you want to? Oh, and I did see. Oh, and I saw since we last talked, because last week we was talking about Kyrie, the you know the <laughs> saga of Kyrie, and now Harden is in the mix, mm-hmm. which makes things a lot more different. Because now a lot of people are feeling like you know, like Kyrie gonna have to you know be the third option, kind of. You know what I'm saying? Well, like. Um, no. Well, I mean, that's what this is what some people yeah, are saying. Yeah, like just, I was watching yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Charles Barkley and you know the uh, the TNT desk, and they were saying that um, James Harden is the better one on one player. If you was talking about the two of them, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Out the two of them, not to say I mean Kyrie's dribble is bananas, but mm-hmm. like James is bigger. You know what I'm saying? His his dribble is crazy too, and he could kind of get to the basket probably a little better. Mm-hmm. Um, any passes or whatever, whatever. But um, what I also saw, I saw a quick clip because they asked Kyrie, "Yo, what's going on?" And remember last week, I was like, "Man, something got to be going on." He was like, "I'm just gonna say it's some shit going on with my family and my mm-hmm. personal life." Mm-hmm. That and I'm gonna leave it at that. So I don't know what's that, but I, I do feel like it's it's deeper than rap. But uh, right. it's gonna be interesting to see. You know what I'm saying? Because particularly James Harden and Kyrie both are cats that like to handle the rock. You know what yeah. I mean? KD mm-hmm. like to have the rock. He know how to make a, a shot for himself. But, like, they definitely two cats. So it's going to be interesting to see how they're going to distribute it amongst these three superstars. Mm-hmm. You know? It's going to be something. What you yeah, thought? What it's you definitely must-see TV. Uh, it's going to have a whole lot of highlights, a lot of points scored. Um I think the main thing in this equation is is going to be how they work together mm-hmm. for the for the long haul. You know what I'm saying? For like the win win. You know what I mean? Once you get deep in them playoffs, it's a it becomes a whole different kind of basketball. Right. And and you know you know a lot of these uh, superstar players will tell you you know your talent could get you to the playoffs, but. You know what I'm saying? It's going to take a whole lot of things to to win a championship because 
they not just giving them shits away, you know. And <clears throat> so those shits be are well earned. You know what I'm saying? They niggas don't play fair. The playoffs ain't fair. You know what I'm saying? Everybody pull out all the tricks to kind of knock you off your game psychologically. You know what I'm saying? They mm-hmm. do shit in the motherfucking hotels as we seen on the Michael Jordan shit, the flu game. Uh, they do all kind of mm-hmm. shit. You know what I'm saying? Like LeBron and, and when they when they didn't have no air conditioning in the arena. For the whole game, right. all of a right, sudden, right. <laughs> was that San Antonio? Yeah, that was the San Antonio. Yeah, the Spurs, they did you know yeah. what I'm saying? Spurs didn't mm-hmm. have no air condition the year he was cramping up. He had issues with cramping. Right. So, right. you know, the playoffs ain't the regular old regular season. Play the game and keep it moving. That shit is it becomes a whole affair. So, it takes a lot of a uh, a lot of strong headroom to. To make it all the way through, you know what I'm saying? You just can't razzle-dazzle your way through the playoffs. So I think it's going to take a team effort for them to be able to gel and have some chemistry amongst each other and, and how they distribute it amongst each other and plus the other elements. You know what I'm saying? Somebody got to rebound and do all that shit while, you know, while James and all a lot of hot-dogging going on, you know? Right. Um, KD rebounds, but he don't play down there like that. He don't play in the post. And when he was at Golden State, you know, you had you had Draymond, you had you know, you had Clay Thompson, these big these big jokers that that could bang. You had you know what I'm saying, Steph who did what Steph do, and then but so with with KD, he didn't have to bang too much. You know what I'm saying? KD could just be in position. And ready when motherfucking time come, he get the shit the ball and he easy money sniper. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's like so I can't. I'm not gonna say KD can't bang and you know what I mean all that kind of shit because I don't. Mean, I can't. I, I can't say that. But I do know that they're gonna. You know all those elements are gonna have to come together. And I don't know their current team like that to be able to tell you. So I'm not Stephen A. or none of these cats who do this for a living. I'm just a, a amateur speculator in the conversation. I was, <laughs> I, was, I was impressed by your depth, how far you was going with it. I, was, I tapped out quick. I was like, yo, all right, uh, uh, over yeah. to you. Yeah, you, <laughs> I was know, like, yeah. you know them cats that be in the barbershop going to be cutting me down. Like, nigga, shit, motherfuckers got such and such on the bench. And <laughs> that nigga right. was all team NCAA, you know what I'm saying, 2018. I was like, nigga, shit. What is he talking about? <laughs> you know, like, nigga, I'm just not- Talking, yeah. man. I'm just generalizing. Yeah. But nah, yeah, I'm but I'm it, a casual. It, yeah, it's Go gonna, definitely gonna be some must see TV. So right. the East, the East was just, you know, it's, it's gonna looking tough in the East right now. It's exciting. It's exciting, yeah. I saw um the Lakers and the Warriors play last night too. Mm-hmm. That was pretty interesting. That's pretty cool game. It was, you know, still early season shit. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's good to see Steph again. You know, yeah. you forget how ill he can be. You know, yeah. so uh, and it, and it's a lot of new. It's a lot of a lot of new characters out there getting mm-hmm. busy. Um, yeah, my, I know. see my, my 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 little nigga John Morant back. You know what I'm saying? 
Causing havoc. I haven't seen him this season. I know that's your guy. I know that's yeah, your guy. Yeah. yeah, jump out the gym. Yeah. Jump out the gym. This nigga just got the attitude of I'm doing this, whatever the fuck I'm trying to do. I'm doing that shit. Right, like if right. I could, you know, what I'm saying I like to be able to convert that same attitude to business. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. that he brings to the court. I would like to convert that to business. Like drama yeah. rat, drama rat this shit. Because when you're trying to go from one place to the next, this nigga is playing in Memphis. He was a rookie last year. This is his second year. He's making some impact. Niggas, niggas is noticing this motherfucker. Yeah. Making so, a name for himself. Yeah. I hear that. Definitely. He's still so, in Memphis, right? Yeah, he's still in Memphis. Oh, okay. That's what's up. Uh, yeah. Right. So he, he he do his thing, man. See Zion out here dunking on niggas and shit. I seen him banging on cats that yeah, (laughs) that them early years, that intensity of them early years. That's Mm -hmm. that old school Shaq intensity. (laughs) Yeah, man. Yeah, he ain't playing around. Yeah, I seen somebody else get banged on too. I forgot who it was. Oh man, it was L. I saw AD block um Zion shit though. That was interesting. Well, you know, that's OG oh, shit, nigga. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotta let them know. <laughs> Welcome to the league. Welcome to but, the league. But uh, yeah, it's cool. It's gonna be it's gonna be exciting. I'm I'll probably tune into a few games, see what's what. Um, I think it's time to transform and roll out. It feels hey, like man. it. That's cool. Yeah, I think there it is, man. You wanna say anything to the people before we just that? Well, since you asked, I like to say. Thank you guys for joining us again. Another successful podcast in the books, episode 300 and whatever. You know what I mean? However many years deep, we doing this for your ear hole every single week. Showing up, showing out. Glad you're here. Thank you for listening. See you next time in the conversation, baby. There it is. There it is. Until then, tell a friend to tell a friend. And even the enemy. To get in the conversation, we out. The main thing of it all is to be in the conversation.